Hey there, beautiful, and welcome to the Ignite Her Soul podcast. Do you have a big dream, a desire that you're certain God has placed in your heart? Do you see others who are crushing it in their business and their life, yet nothing seems to be working out for you? Do you have a deep desire for God to use your life and your business to impact the kingdom for his glory, yet you can't seem to figure out why you keep doing the things you don't want to do and you don't do the things that you really do want to do? Do you feel like God is nudging you to make a difference with your life, yet you sit and stew in doubt, fear, and unbelief, afraid to take that first step, feeling that if you just take one more course, read one more book, or attend one more seminar, then you'll be ready? If we haven't met yet, I'm Betsy, daughter of the king, wife, mom, BB, serial entrepreneur, and certified neuroscience life coach. And I get where you are because I was totally there for years, actually. The inner conflict tore me apart and totally wrecked my health. I knew I needed help, but I had no idea where to start. Then God showed me the way. And now my mission in life is helping kingdom women uncover the blocks that are keeping them from their calling, create wild success in their business in every area of their life, so they can truly impact the world for God's glory, utilizing a whole lot of tough love, biblical strategies, and brain science to help you master your mindset and heal your soul. So you can totally squash doubt, fear, procrastination, and overwhelm, and rewire your brain to work for you instead of against you. My friend, it's time to ignite, because the world needs you now more than ever to become her, so you can do what God's calling you to do. So let's get started. Oh, and make sure you grab your journal, because you're going to want to take notes. Well, hey there, beautiful, and welcome back. This is episode 82, wow, of the Ignite Her Soul podcast. And I really hope your week has gotten off to a fantastic start. Just curious, how's the Christmas shopping going for you? (laughs) Uh, I'm actually almost finished, except for my husband, because, you know, he's just that guy that we pretty much get whatever we want throughout the year. And so there's that. So if you have any great ideas for a man that's getting ready to turn 65, please send me a message because I could use all the help I can get. (laughs) I am super excited for today's episode because it is actually an episode that I was a guest on my beautiful friend and colleagues podcast, the Bible Babies, the Bible's Babies and Business. Say that three times fast. Bible's Babies and Business podcast that is hosted by my beautiful friend and colleague, Cami Wilkie. Um, but it was such a great episode that I wanted to upload it for you guys to hear as well, because you know me, I'm the goals girl. And it is an episode where we did a really deep dive into setting and achieving goals and setting and achieving goals is something that we need to do now and not after January starts because we're losing a lot of time that way. So I think you're in for a real treat in this episode because Cammie and I just really have great conversations and I believe that there's going to be a whole lot more episodes coming for you guys in 2024 as well. So I'm going to be putting all of Cammie's information in the show notes and if you are looking for group coaching like business mentorship, Cammie has a really great one and I'm going to put her Instagram information where you can follow her as well. Also, just a heads up, as of the release date of this episode, 
there are three weeks left until january first when the special holiday offer for one on one coaching sessions officially ends for possibly maybe forever because there are some insanely really exciting things that are coming in the new year and i doubt seriously that this offer is ever going to come about again so if you have listened to the last couple episodes and you really need help honing in on your vision for 2024 or you know that you have things that could stop you from stepping into that vision in 2024 this is an extremely economical way for you to grab a coaching session that could literally change the trajectory of next year for you. I'm so confident in these sessions. So shoot me an email or find me in the DMs on Instagram, and I will also put both of those links in the show notes for you. So I am really, really grateful that you've joined us here today. I suggest you grab your journal and a pen because we've got some really, really great nuggets for you in this episode. Betsy, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Cami. I'm so excited to be here. I love you. I love your audience. And uh, I love the time that we get to spend doing this because so many fun things always manage to come up. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and I'll say that you have been on the show more than any other guest has ever been on the show. Wow. And I, I could have, honestly, I really could have you on the show every single month. And I would still feel like we would have never ending things to talk about because the perspective that you bring to the table is one that is so unique and so fruitful and so like sharp from the Holy spirit. Um, for those who are new here, Betsy Crony is a business and brain coach and I'll let her introduce herself in a deeper, uh, way here in a moment, but Essentially, Betsy has had a profound impact on my life um, and also in the lives of some of my powerhouse students as she has mentored them. And what she has done for me and what she has done for um, some of my powerhouse students is help us rewire our brain so that we can become unstoppable in business. Because as we all know, like mindset is so huge when it comes to building a business. But what, what I find that people rarely talk about and what Betsy always talks about, which is why I love her is when people talk about mindset, I hear about mindset all the time, mindset, 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 but people are rarely ever talking about the organ that is behind mindset, which is the brain. Like it is the organ that is uh, Dr. Amen says this, it's like running every decision of your life. Your, your, your heart has to beat in order for you to live, but your heart's not making decisions on your behalf. Your brain is making decisions and whether like your brain can work for you or it can work against you. And so Betsy has just helped me so much, has helped my powerhouse students become sharp and take our thoughts captive. So I'll stop talking and let Betsy take over Betsy, would you give just like a little recap of who you are? I know that a lot of the listeners know you, but some of them may not. They This may be the first time that they're getting into Betsy's world. Okay. Well, first of all, I want to say that I am humbled and honored that I get to be here again because like I said, I, I love our conversations. I think the Lord just brings some really cool stuff up <laughs> when we when we start talking. Um, yeah. For those of you that don't know me, my name is Betsy Crony. I uh, am a business and brain coach. And, um, I basically help women rewire their brains, um, basically utilizing scripture and, um, just help 
moms to level up their mindset, their income and their impact, because God has created us all on purpose for a purpose. And we're all here for something. And there's a, a, a world of people out there that are waiting on everybody to put themselves out there. And I help people to get unstuck from that place of scarcity, uh, fear, doubt, discouragement, hopelessness, all of those things, traumas, soul wounds, all the stuff. So they can actually put themselves out in the world and um, impact the lives that God's called them to impact. Absolutely. And something that you have shared with me is that, you know, we can kind of white knuckle ourselves to a certain degree. We can white knuckle, you know, kind of stuff our emotions to a certain level. But the reality is that we cannot outperform our programming. And that's one of the most profound things that you've ever said to me. And you've said some profound things to me, but that's one of the the top ones is you cannot outperform your programming. And that's where I've seen so much fruitfulness of you just coming in and helping women understand their programming so and create awareness around it so that they can actually ask themselves, ooh, does this programming line up with scripture? And one of the most fascinating things about neuroscience, which is which is what you have spent a lot of time studying, is that neuroscience is simply confirming what the Bible already said. And exactly. essentially you bring to life for people when when the scripture says we take our thoughts captive and make them obedient to Christ, you actually show people the step-by-step process of how do I actually take a thought captive and make it obedient to Christ? Because that is like a, a sentence that is like, a it's, I mean, it's a loaded sentence. Like, how do we actually do that? And so I've had you on the show multiple times. And if you guys haven't listened to other episodes of me and Betsy Crony, I really encourage you to go back through some previous episodes because Betsy has talked about scarcity. She's talked about money mindset. Um, and today, this episode is going to be airing in December 2023, like our year is coming to a close. And what Betsy and I decided that what really need to be spoke about today is goal setting. And you might think, well, Cam, we're at the end of the year. Why are we talking about goal setting now? Wouldn't it be more appropriate to talk about goal setting in January? And about two weeks ago, I would have agreed with you. Hmm. But Betsy is here to bring a word and share why you need to actually start the process of goal setting in your business now. Why? Why do we need to do that? How do we do that? And how can we do it from a place of making sure that we're not sabotaging our goals? So Betsy, we'll start there. Let's start with why do we need to start in December? Why can't we just wait till January 1st when it's a little bit more trendy and start our business goals then? Well, first of all, we want to know what we're doing before January hits because we can't hit the ground running if we don't know what we're doing. And typically what happens when we set goals, as you know, we're going to get some flack from our brain, depending on how our year went, how our year, whether it was good or bad or whatever, or how big our goals are, what the vision is. But the main thing that we need to do at the end of the year is we need to assess our year from a place of curiosity, love, and grace. There's no, there's, there's never, ever, ever any excuse or reason 
for berating ourselves for anything. You know, things don't always work out the way that, that we hope. And that's just, that's called life. But we need to sit down and objectively look at the goals that we had for the previous year. Did we hit them? And then ask ourselves why, you know, do I believe that I put forth the effort that I thought I should put in and maybe it didn't work? Did I get stuck in a place? Did, you know, something happen? How, you know, just sit down with your journal and, and, and figure out what were my goals for this year? Did I hit them? Did I not? What happened? You know, could I have done something differently or whatever? And then the next thing that we need to do is we need to pray. Okay. We need to, we need to gain an understanding of what it is that the Lord has for us in the next year. Okay. Because God is the one that it well, it says in Psalm 37, four, that if we delight ourselves in the Lord, he'll give us the desires of our heart. Now, that's not saying that if I'm going to hang out with God every now and then he's going to give me the house, the car, the boat, the, you know, all that stuff. If those are my desires. No, that's not what it's saying. It's saying that if I spend time in fellowship with the Lord and I commit my works to the Lord, like it says in Proverbs 16, three, and if I acknowledge him, like it says in Proverbs 35 through six, that he's going to place desires in my heart that are his desires for my life. And then he's going to be instrumental in bringing them to pass because it says in, I think it's first Corinthians three, maybe nine, that we are co-laborers with the Lord. Okay. That, that this is a, a, a co-creation with, with him. You know, he has a part to play. We have a part to play and God's not going to do his part if we don't do our part. Okay. We always have a first step that we have to take. And right now the first step is to sit with the Lord and figure out what the goals are that he has for our life. And so, you know, a lot of people say, well, how do I know if it's God and how do I not know? Well, it's exactly what, what I said. Are you spending time in fellowship with the Lord? Are you saying, you know, Lord, I want what you want. This is, this is, you know, I, this is your business. I am, you know, you are the owner of this business. I'm just the CEO of, of this business. What is it that you want from me in this year? And if you are spending that time with him, why would he not tell you? Right. You know, and the desires that he's going to give you are desires that you already have everything that you, that you need. You have the gifting, you have the talent, you have everything that you need. There might be a skill or something that you need to learn along the way, but typically whatever the Lord is leading us to, we've already got everything inside. Okay. It's just a matter of cultivating what's in there. But the problem is when, when we get goals from God, a lot of times they're big goals and we freak out and we go, Oh my gosh, that can't happen. Okay. So immediately what happens when we get a goal from the Lord is our brain goes into a, <laughs> a temper tantrum and it's like, what? No, that can't happen. So when we're having this meeting with the Lord and we're, we're writing down our goals and we're writing down what we believe that he's telling us, then, you know, within a second or two, probably not even that long, your brain is going to tell you the 500 reasons why that absolutely positively can't happen in your life. And those are the things that we need to write down as well, because those are the things, those are the limiting beliefs that you have right now, that if you don't address them, they're going to keep you from moving forward. So 
if we don't understand this at the end of the year, you know, it could take us a month or two or three headed into the next year before we really even gain an understanding of our beliefs and, and, you know, what's going on. So now we've lost the first quarter of the year trying to, to figure our stuff out. So that's why I suggest people do it at the end of the year, because when you have beliefs, while it takes 67 days to rewire a new neural pathway and a new um, belief at 21 days, your brain has come to a point where it's gaining an understanding of this is what you want. And if you keep moving forward with it, it's going to start to move you more in that direction. So even though it takes 67 days to really get the thing solid, within 21 days, your brain's going to understand, hey, this is what she really wants. So if we're doing this in December, we've addressed our beliefs, we understand, hey, this is what's going on. Then, you know, how do I fix this? How do I change this? I, I know that I need to change this belief. I can take these 21 days and I can start on that rewire process. So now where I do hit January 1st, I've got a head start on my rewiring to where my brain is at least going to give me a shot and not shut me down completely in January until I fix all my ish to be able to, to move forward. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So like what I'm hearing and what I reflected back to you is that before we even write down a goal, we have to reflect on the previous year. And so it's like, almost like before you look forward, you have to take a glance in the rear view mirror and don't stay there. Don't, don't wallow in the last year, whether it turned out great or not, but like take inventory from an objective, kind, gentle point of view. How was this year? Did I hit my goals? Why or why not? And then then plan for the next year. And in order to effectively plan for the next year, we need to sit and be in the presence of the Lord continually, have fellowship with him so that we understand the desires that he's laying on our heart. And then once we understand the goal, we have to acknowledge, okay, now what's my brain saying with it? Is my brain on board with this? Is my brain freaking out saying no way, no way, no way, no how? Because our brain, no matter how aligned the goal is, if our brain isn't on board with it, then we will, whether we're aware of it or not, we'll self-sabotage it. Exactly. Because what happens is, is when you get to the end of the year and if it didn't go the way that you wanted it to, and you beat yourself up throughout the whole year, like you, you know, which unfortunately as women, that's what we do. You know, we, we are not kind to ourselves. We don't talk nicely to ourselves. So we get to the end of the year and we haven't reached our goal. And we've, we've yelled at each at each other, at ourselves, the whole way. And what happens is we start to set goals with a past focus because the Lord is trying to, to move us into something else, but we're looking at all the things that we haven't been able to do. We haven't been able to accomplish. We beat ourselves up for all those things. So now our brain is going no way, no way, no way, no how, because that didn't happen. And, and, and you got mad at this and all this stuff. And now since our brains are wired to keep us safe, to move us away from pain and towards pleasure, your brain is freaking out because all it wants to do is keep you safe. And now God's giving you this big goal and your brain's going, mm -mm, that's not going to happen. So that's why we got to, we got to look at the past. We got to reflect on the past, but we got to get out of the past. We can't stay there because if we stay there and we try to set goals 
from that place, we're setting goals from a place of scarcity at that point. We're setting goals from a place of not enough, what what didn't happen, what what should have happened, all that kind of stuff. And we're spending all this time shooting all over ourselves. And we are not allowing ourselves to move forward because we don't believe that the new goal can happen because it hasn't happened before. We have to draw a line in the sand and say, okay, that didn't happen. So what? Big deal. We're moving forward with whatever. Because if I stay back here, stuck in the past in all the things that haven't worked so far, I'm never going to be able to see what it is that God really has for me. And I'm never going to be able to move forward. Absolutely. And and what I want to ask you is, is that, so I'm a person that I love goal setting. I get excited about it. Like when I have goal setting on my calendar, like, and I know that I could just sit in the Lord's presence for like an hour or two hours and just sit with my journal and just like write down what I feel like the, the desires are that the Lord is giving me. I get so stoked about it and I'll even reverse engineer it. I'll be like, okay, here's my goal and I'm going to reverse engineer it. Here's all the steps that, that I feel I need to take in order to reach this goal. And it's so interesting that if you were to look at my journal, Betsy, you would see the equivalent of me drawing two dots on a page and like getting a ruler and like drawing like a direct line from like where I'm at to where I want to be. The reality is though, that I, you know, man, I can't remember the exact verse. It's in Proverbs. It's like man can make their plans, but like the Lord discerns our steps. What throws me off is when I make the plans and I'm making them prayerfully, like I'm making them with like, Lord, give me wisdom. But when my plan doesn't go exactly as planned mm-hmm. and the Lord is determining my steps and I start to think that those steps look wonky, even though I know the destination that he's called me to, that's when my brain starts to panic of like, hey, he, I know that he called me to this goal. He confirmed it. It is a hundred percent clear to me that this is where I'm going. I just thought that it would look like this getting there. Mm-hmm. And now it's not looking like this. And now I'm freaking out, second guessing. Oh my gosh, did I pick the wrong goal? Did I pick the wrong timeline? Did I make the wrong move? Did I take the wrong step? Did I, did I, did I, did I, did I, and, it, and that's when my brain starts to spiral. So my question for you is why? Why, why is that happening? And what, what do I do about it? And other people who may be, who are listening, who are like, ooh, that's me. I love goal setting, but when I, when something goes haywire, I freak out. This is actually one of my favorite things to talk about because, you know, when I, when I coach people, you know, the first thing we assess is where they are and where they want to go. So you got to look at, okay, here I am. I'm in my left hand right now. Okay. I want to go to my right hand. Okay. But there's this messy middle in between of lions and tigers and bears and you know, all of those things that I have to navigate. And the problem is in that messy middle, there could be skills that I need to, to learn. There could be ways that I need to grow. There could be a part of my programming that isn't prepared for that end goal that has to be grown into along the way or rewired along the way. I could have a a stumbling block, a sabotage or something that's stopping me and blocking me that I'm unaware of. And that's when things aren't going the way that we want them to go. We tend to beat ourselves up. We tend to look at all the things that aren't working. 
we tend to get discouraged. And if we stay there long enough, we get into hopelessness, doubt, fear, all the things that it's never going to happen. And the problem with that is, is now we're focusing on all the things that aren't working. And our brain can't see the things that can work because our brains are designed to bring us what we focus on. You know, it says um, in Proverbs, as she thinks in her heart, so is she. So all the things that I'm looking at, all the things that I'm focusing on, we have an RAS, reticular activating system. When we are showing our brain over and over again, all of the things that aren't working, our brain is going to tend to bring us more of that because it doesn't know the difference between right or wrong or good or bad. It only understands what you ruminate on. So if I'm looking at all the things that aren't working, your brain's like, yeah, she wants more of that. So you're just going to get more of all the things that aren't working. And the problem with that is the longer it doesn't work for you, again, the discouragement, the doubt, the fear, I'm not made for this. I'm not, you know, this, whatever. Now you're reinforcing a belief that you had before saying, oh, this isn't for me, you know, all this stuff instead of focusing on what you want. We have to focus on the end goal no matter what. If that's the vision that God's given us, we're going to get there in God's time. We're not going to get there in our time. That's the problem. We always, we always want it when we want it. You know, God might give us a goal, but it's not necessarily the goal that's going to actually happen in 2024. He's given you that goal, but he's not saying, Kimmy, by December 31st, you're going to reach this goal and maybe five other ones. That's, that's not it. This is the goal that I want you to work towards in 2024. It might be 2026 before it actually comes to fruition, but this is what I want you to work on. So we're always keeping the end goal in sight. We're always looking towards that, but we need to stay in curiosity and not beating ourselves up and not reinforcing programs by beating ourselves up. We need to stay in curiosity and say, okay, hmm, this is interesting. How? Can I change this? What can I do differently? Because our brains are wired to answer questions. But the problem is we always ask it the wrong questions. Why isn't this working? Why can't I do this? What's wrong with me? Why is it working for everybody else? Why isn't what why isn't it working for me? Well, guess what? Okay, well, your brain's gonna answer those questions for you by showing you all the reasons why it can't, won't, whatever. We have to ask ourselves empowering questions always. We have to stay in possibility because what happens when all the things aren't working, we are reversing into impossibility. Now, well, this can't happen because it's not happening. So now we're taking ourselves out of the state of possibility and we're getting in impossibility, which means that everything that we're putting up is from a state of impossibility, meaning that we don't believe that it's really going to work anyway. And that's an energy that we put ourselves out in and people can feel that energy. They can, they can sense something from you when you're putting yourself out in an energy of, I, I, I just don't know, this isn't going to work, you know, but I'm going to do it anyway. And that's when, you know, now nobody's engaging with your posts. Nobody's engaging in your stories. Nobody's, you know, watching any of your, um, um, presentations or anything like that. And, and now you're beating yourself up more because it's like, wait a minute, what, what's going on? You know, we have to stay looking at what we want. 
we have to keep focusing on what we want and we have to ask ourselves questions like, how can I change this? How can I fix this? What's a better way to go about this? Is there a skill that I need to learn? Lord, and praying. We're always praying. We're always, always, always praying. Lord, show me what I need to see differently. Is there something that I need to learn? Is there a skill that I need? Do I need to, um, to align myself with somebody that can help me? Do I need a mentor? Do I need a coach? Do I need, you know, whatever it is. Um, and God gave you the goal. He's going to help you to get there, but you have to ask the right questions. You have to pray the right prayers and stay in a state of, this is a journey. This is, you know, it's never about the end goal anyway. It's about who we have to become along the way. And if we're not becoming that person along the way, then we're going to get stuck. We, we're, we're, we're going to get stuck in a place of, I need to grow more. I need to, to become more to get here. Because as you said in the beginning, we're never going to go past the programming that we have. And if I'm stuck in a, in a space of a wrong belief or something like that, then I can't move past it until I address what it is. That's why curiosity is one of the, the best things to stay in. That's why journaling is so important every single day. Staying in curiosity. How can I change this? How can I fix this? What can I do? How can I change me? You know, it's it's asking questions from a state of curiosity instead of beating yourself up. A state of prayer and a state of curiosity. Because when you stay in that state and you're enjoying the journey, all kinds of new things are going to open for you because you're open to seeing those things. But if you're closed off in discouragement, doubt, fear, and hopelessness, your brain is stuck there and it's it all these opportunities are there they're all right in front of you you just can't see them because your brain is stuck in this this space of impossibility discouragement doubt fear all the things that aren't working instead of being over here seeing all the things that can work because i'm open to them right well and so what what i hear you say is that the RAS system is probably behind that phrase. You know, the phrase where like your energy goes or your energy flows where your focus goes mm -hmm. and like whatever you're going to focus on grows. And you, what I'm hearing you say is like the, the science behind that is the RAS, the RAS system in the brain, which can like, if I go out and I buy a new Tesla and all of a sudden I see Teslas all over the road, there's not more Teslas. It's just that my brain is recognizing this because I have set my sights on it. Okay. Got exactly. it. So with that being said, then what do you have to say to the woman who is like, okay, Betsy, I hear you. I want to set goals. I want to start focusing on the positive. However, I feel like I'm surrounded by what's not working. I'm surrounded by scarcity. How can I get my brain out of a place of scarcity and into a place of abundance and gratitude. What would you have to say to that woman? Well, first of all, you got to recognize, you know, awareness, we can never change anything in our lives until we become aware. You can't change what you don't confront. You can't confront what you don't identify. I think that's, I said that right. Anyway, until we become aware of what's going on. Okay. So 
I know that I'm in scarcity. I, I, I get that. Okay. I, I've got this. I feel like I'm in scarcity. Things aren't working for me. Why? Where, where is it? Where's it coming from? You know, when, when we address our beliefs, the problem is our beliefs are, are wired in us, you know, from the time we're five, six, seven years old. And the problem is they, they stay with us for, you know, decades unless we address them. You will carry them to the grave with you unless you address them. Oh, that's just the way I am. Oh, my mom did that. So I do that. And okay, well, that's cool. But is it serving you? You know, is is saying that my mom did that. So I did that. Or that's just the way I am. Well, why? Why is that just the way you are? If we don't sit down with a pen and a paper and address, that's why when I say um, in the beginning, when you sit with the Lord and he gives you the goals to write down everything that comes up, because those are going to be all of the beliefs. And when you get those beliefs, we need to ask, okay, why, where, where did this come from? You know, is this my belief? Is it a belief that was put on me? Where, where did this belief come from? We need to address because we have to fix things at the root. And that's, that's why we rewire because it's because there's a lot of, there's a lot of coaching that'll tell you that, Hey, we'll just think a new thought and everything's going to be great. Well, that's like putting a bandaid on a broken arm. You got to figure out the root of where things are coming from. And that's why sitting down with a pen and a paper and figuring out, okay, if, if I have scarcity, why? Where did it come from? Where did it happen? Did I see it in my life? Did my parents, you know, tell me that I wasn't enough? Did I, do I feel like I'm not enough? Where is this scarcity coming from? Because until I address what it is, that elephant in the room, okay, it's scarcity. Why is it there? I can't fix it. If I'm not aware of what it is, I have no way of fixing it because it's like, you know, just randomly trying to program a bunch of new stuff in your brain that's not broken. You know, you're, you're trying to, to, you have to re rewire the belief system that you have. And if it's a scarcity system, you need to know where it is, where it came from, why it's there. Do I want to keep it? And if I don't want to keep it, then, then what is it that I want? You know, how, how am I going to do this? And then we need to go through the steps of, we got to refute it. We got to rewire it, you know, and, and I've got several podcast episodes that can tell people how to actually go through the rewire process. Cause that would, you know, take a long time for us to go through this whole thing, but it's, it's knowing what your belief system is. If you don't know what's in there, you can't fix it because when you're setting the goals and you're getting you're procrastinating and you keep feeling like you're hitting a wall, you're hitting a wall because there's something there. There's, there's a programming, a story that you keep telling yourself as to why you can't, you know, because you can, can consciously set goals all day long, but your subconscious runs 90% of every area of your life, nine, zero, 90%, which is a lot. Like you're, you're, you're a robot basically during the day because of the programming that you have. And until you figure out what's in there so that you can change it, it's going to continue to run 90% of your day because it runs all every aspect of your life. It runs your health. It runs your, your wealth. It runs your business. It runs your relationships. It runs everything. And that's why you have to figure out what it is that you have going on. Because if you, if you don't address your beliefs, you're never going to 
create anything because willpower will get us about 21 days max. And then our programming is always going to, going to pull us back down. You know, I give the analogy a lot on, on podcasts that it's like, it's like taking your laptop against the government's mainframe computer, your laptop being your conscious mind, the government's mainframe being your subconscious mind. Okay. You're trying to do things from this tiny little laptop and the, you know, the government's mainframe is saying, yeah, no, 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 that's not going to happen. And that's why if, if we don't address it, we, we, we will carry our beliefs to the grave. We will, we will die with the music inside. We will not hear well done. We will never accomplish anything that the Lord is putting in our heart. But the sad thing about that is we will live the most unfulfilled, frustrated, sad, lonely life because we were put here for a purpose. And that purpose is, is crying out to us. Okay. The purpose is, is crying for us to do. And that is the place where we find fulfillment. That is a place right now. You're, you're not looking for money. You think you are, but you're, you're looking for what the money can, can get for you. Okay. The, the goal that you have is only for a feeling that it brings you. Everything that we have is, is to give us a feeling, a feeling of, of, a freedom, a feeling of love, a feeling of purpose, a feeling of impact, a feeling of whatever. Every goal that we have is, is for a feeling. And the desires that God has put in your heart, if you don't fix the stuff that's keeping you from getting there, you're never going to, going to feel fulfilled in your life. And you're, you're going to become a, a, a miserable human being along the way. And how do I know that? Because I did it. I did it for years. I used every excuse in the book. My family was always an excuse instead of using things as a reason. You know, all the excuses that you have now need to be reasons, not excuses why you can't. Because the happiness, the peace, the joy, the fulfillment, the finances, the blessing, the favor, everything that you want is right smack dab in the center of God's will for your life. But God's not going to Screw up in your brain, flip it open and rewire all that stuff for you. Because if he were to do that without you understanding how to take your thoughts captive and understanding what it means to think right thoughts, within a week, you'd be right back where you were because you'd be thinking the same thoughts. We have to understand how to rewire our brain with scripture so that we can continue to move forward because every new level that we come to, we're going to face this same stuff. Every year that we set goals, we're going to face this same stuff. Even if you had a great year, if you had the most fruitful year you've ever had, and now God's given you a bigger goal, you're still going to face the same stuff. And that's why understanding your belief system is so huge because if you don't fix it, you're never going to be able to move forward. Right. Oh, this is so good. Do you guys see why I have to keep having Betsy back on the show? Because <laughs> like every time she comes on, it is gold and there are, I'm sure that there will be more episodes. Um, and what I hear you saying is that you can write down the goal, but if your brain isn't on board, that's the problem. Yeah, that's a problem. And we have to we have to take responsibility of our wiring 
so that we can have awareness of it and then shift it. And that lends me into, which I think is a perfect way to wrap up the episode. You were mentioning that this re- the rewiring process is huge and that you have an episode about it. And I'd love if you told the listeners about that episode. Also, where can they find you? And then I'll link that episode down in the show notes so that it can take them directly to that episode on your show. Um, but I also know that you're on another platform, Instagram. Um, and so I'd love for you to tell them all the places where they can come get more of this. Okay, cool. Um, Instagram is at Betsy Crony. That's that's the easiest way to find me. If you have any questions, you can, you know, DM me anytime that you have any questions or, you know, concerns or you need any help in any way. I'm happy to help you. Um, I have a podcast that's called the Ignite Her Soul podcast. Um, it's on all of the, all the platforms. Um, it's episode five. And, and recently I just did an episode at 77. It's rewiring your brain through scripture, seven simple steps to rewire your brain, utilizing scripture. Episode five is a deeper dive into it. You know, this episode 77 gives you the steps, but if you want a deeper dive and an understanding of it, then episode five is a better one. But, um, I I'll give you the links for those, if you want to put them up, because it's the thing about learning this work is once you learn it, you can use it for every area of your life, for the rest of your life, for anything that comes up for you, because let's face it, you know, we're, there's always going to be things that are going to come up. The Lord's going to always want us to, to go up higher. We're never supposed to stay. We're always going from glory to glory to glory. He's always taking us higher. We're always going to be slammed with things. And we have an enemy who knows how to lie to us. He knows the lies that we'll buy into. Because he was the one that was instrumental in programming what we have anyway. Because what he does is he partners with the broken parts of people as we're growing up. And he uses those people who don't mean necessarily harm, but they've got issues that cause them to say things and do things that program us. And now we're left with all these programs that if we don't address, we've got an issue. And he knows exactly what he needs to say. And if we don't gain an understanding of who's talking to us, whether it's the Lord, the enemy, or or us, <laughs> who's who's speaking inside of our head, then we're going to always stay stuck. And that's why doing this work is so important. And doing it with the Lord is is non-negotiable because Holy Spirit knows everything that's that's in there. He knows all of the things that you have. He knows your beliefs. He knows your traumas. He knows your soul wounds. He knows the things that need to be addressed. And a lot of times there is healing that needs to be done. Even before we can rewire a lot of things, we have to address if there is a trauma, if there is, you know, a soul wound, if there's something that the Lord, because he's the only one that can heal us. Then it's our um, job to do the rewire process, but we have to sit with him and, you know, figure out what our part is and what his part is. And that's why this work is so important. And if, if we don't do it with the Lord, then it's, it's, it's not, it just doesn't work. Absolutely. Absolutely. It has to be like what you said at the beginning, a co-laboring, co-laboring of our business, but also co-laboring of the rewiring of our brain, of our brain and making our thoughts obedient to Christ. Betsy, thank you so much for coming Thank on the show again. And I, I will, yeah, being here. I, I, I will, we love having you. And 
I will link those episodes below so that people can get direct access into the world of Betsy Crony and rewiring their brain. And thank you so much. Have a blessed Christmas. And that wraps up another episode of the Ignite Her Soul podcast. My mission is to help you eliminate any and all mindset blocks and soul wounds that are standing in your way so that you can confidently and courageously step into the call of God for your life and set the world on fire for his glory. I really hope you loved today's episode and that it challenged you or blessed you in some way. If so, please share this with a friend you think might benefit. And I would be forever grateful if you could take 30 seconds and leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts. That way I know you're liking the show. I'm so grateful for you and I would love to hear from you. Come connect with me in the DMs over on Instagram at Betsy Crony or shoot me an email at ignitehersoul at gmail.com. I look forward to meeting you back here real soon for the next episode of the Ignite Her Soul podcast. Thanks for listening. Have a beautiful day and God bless.